Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Wednesday, February 28th. On today's show, StarCoder 2 is a code-generating AI that runs on most GPUs, and Sambanova now offers a bundle of generative AI models. Plus, we'll discuss the case for 4K Blu-ray in a world of streaming. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a look at the rapidly evolving world of AI, powered code generators. These tools are being adopted by developers at an astonishing rate, but many are not free or come with licenses that limit their use in commercial contexts. In response, AI startup Hugging Face and workflow automation platform ServiceNow have teamed up to create StarCoder, an open source code generator with a less restrictive license. Today, they have released StarCoder 2, an improved version of the original. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about StarCoder 2 and its features? Certainly, David. StarCoder 2 is not a single code generating model, but a family of three variants. It includes a 3 billion parameter model trained by ServiceNow, a 7 billion parameter model trained by Hugging Face, and a 15 billion parameter model trained by NVIDIA the newest supporter of the StarCoder project. These models can suggest ways to complete unfinished lines of code, summarize and retrieve snippets of code when asked in natural language. Trained with 4x more data than the original StarCoder, StarCoder 2 delivers improved performance at lower operating costs. How does StarCoder 2 compare to other code generators in the market? Depending on the benchmark, StarCoder 2 appears to be more efficient than one of the versions of CodeLama, CodeLama 33B. Hugging Face claims that StarCoder 2 15B matches CodeLama 33B on a subset of code completion tasks at twice the speed. Additionally, as an open source collection of models, StarCoder 2 can be deployed locally and learn a developer's source code or code base, which is an attractive prospect for those wary of exposing code to a cloud-hosted AI. What about the potential issues with code generators such as security vulnerabilities and code sprawl. Those are valid concerns. Studies have found that engineers who use code generating systems are more likely to introduce security vulnerabilities in the apps they develop. There's also concern about the lack of insight into how code from code generators is produced and the issue of code sprawl. However, StarCoder 2's license aims to promote responsible use by imposing light-touch restrictions on both model licensees and downstream users. What about the potential legal issues with code generators? That's a good point. All GenAI models regurgitate or spit out a mirror copy of data they were trained on. This could potentially lead to copyright issues. However, unlike code generators trained using copyrighted code, StarCoder 2 was trained only on data under license from the Software Heritage, a nonprofit organization providing archival services for code. This makes StarCoder 2 less legally fraught than its rivals. What are the incentives for Hugging Face, ServiceNow, and NVIDIA to invest in a project like StarCoder 2? It's a strategy to foster goodwill and build paid services on top of the open source releases. ServiceNow has already used StarCoder to create a product for code generation fine-tuned for its workflow patterns. Hugging Face and NVIDIA are providing hosted versions of the StarCoder 2 models on their platforms. 
For developers interested in the no-cost offline experience, StarCoder 2 can be downloaded from the project's GitHub page. Thanks for the insights, James. Now shifting our focus to the world of AI, Sambanova, an AI chip startup that has raised over $1.1 billion in venture capital, is setting its sights on OpenAI and other rivals with a new generative AI product aimed at enterprise customers. The company has announced Samba One, an AI-powered system designed for tasks like text rewriting, coding, language translation, and more. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about Samba One and how it stands out in the market? Certainly, David. Samba One is what Samba Nova calls a composition of experts. It's essentially a bundle of 56 generative open source AI models. The idea is that companies can fine tune and address multiple AI use cases without the challenges of implementing AI systems ad hoc. The system is fully modular, allowing companies to add new models without eliminating their previous investment. It's also iterative, extensible, and easy to update, providing flexibility as new models are integrated. That sounds promising, but how does Samba One compare to other AI systems for business tasks, such as those offered by OpenAI? Well, the main advantage of Samba One is its multi-model strategy. Because it's a collection of models trained independently rather than a single large model, customers have control over how prompts and requests are routed. This approach also reduces the cost of fine-tuning on a customer's data as they only have to worry about fine-tuning individual or small groups of models rather than a massive model. In theory, it could result in more reliable responses to prompts as answers from one model can be compared with the answers from the others. How does this multi-model strategy impact the cost and complexity of training? According to Sambanova's CEO, Rodrigo Liang, this architecture collapses the cost of training. With one big model, your compute per request is higher, so the cost of training is higher. But with Samba 1, you can train many smaller models, which reduces the cost. Samba 1 can be deployed on-premises or in a hosted environment, depending on a customer's needs. But aren't there other vendors that offer attractive pricing for fine-tuning large generative models? Yes, there are. Companies like OpenAI offer competitive pricing for fine-tuning large generative models and startups like Martian and Creedle provide tools to route prompts among third-party models. But what Sambanova is selling is a full-stack solution with everything included, including AI chips, to build AI applications. This might be more appealing to some enterprises. So, it's more about the convenience of a complete package. Exactly. Samba One gives every enterprise their own custom GPT model, privatized on their data, and customized for their organization's needs. The models are trained on the customer's private data, hosted on a single server rack, and according to Liang, it comes at one-tenth the cost of alternative solutions. Thanks for that report, Celeste. Now, let's shift our focus to the crowded market of social apps, where a new iOS app called Yoke is making its mark. It's leveraging on-device AI to attract a younger demographic. The unique aspect of Yoke is that it's a text-free platform, Users communicate visually, sending custom live stickers created using AI tools. Bella, a correspondent for Simply Tech, is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about Yoke and its unique features? Certainly, David. Yoke is a new social app that encourages users to express their individuality and creativity. It uses three AI models running on device to power its sticker creation tool. Users can't send text messages to each other. 
Instead, they use their iPhone cameras to capture images or videos, which are then turned into segmented stickers that can be shared as messages. The app also supports visual editing, allowing users to combine multiple elements into a more complex message. That's quite unique. How does this visual communication work in practice? Users can point their iPhone cameras at anything, their own face, hands, their lunch, or random objects around them. These are then turned into stickers that can be shared as standalone messages. Users can also combine multiple elements, such as still photos and emojis, to create a more sophisticated message. The app is more about expressing feelings and having fun than having serious conversations. And how does Yoke handle user profiles and feeds? Yoke includes a feed where posts are shared with all the user's contacts. Content can include standard photos, but the app encourages users to augment snaps by adding an animated reaction selfie or sticker on top. Profile pages on Yoke are spaces for exhibiting expression and identity. Users are encouraged to curate a collection of animated selfies and other expressive gestures, giving visitors a feel for who they are. What about the potential for misuse or inappropriate content? Yoke is using Apple's Vision APIs and on-device machine learning for object detection and foreground background segmentation. It's also using an open-sourced face parsing model to recognize different landmarks on a face. If users go outside the parameters of their use case in a way that could result in harmful or inappropriate content, Yoke has measures in place to prevent this. Who is the target audience for Yoke? Yoke is targeting teenagers and people in their early 20s who want to interact in a different way. The app's aesthetic is raw, immediate, and a bit retro. It's about flipping mainstream social rules and celebrating the mundane. The founders believe that mainstream social media has become boring, creating an appetite for something more silly and fun. Thanks for joining us, Bella. Now, shifting gears to the world of physical media, despite the rise of streaming services, it's not entirely out of the picture. In fact, 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray has been making headlines recently. The 4K Blu-ray release of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer sold out at major retailers just weeks after its release. This is just one example of the resurgence of physical media. Here with us to discuss this is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this trend? Certainly, David. While it's too early to claim that 4K Blu-ray is leading a vinyl revival-style resurgence of physical media, it's definitely gaining traction. Aside from new releases, there's also been a steady flow of older titles coming to the format. For instance, James Cameron is currently re-releasing films including Titanic, Aliens, and The Abyss on 4K discs. What are the benefits of 4K Blu-ray discs? There are two main benefits to a 4K Blu-ray disc, AV quality and ownership. The AV quality is superior due to the sheer amount of data these discs can hold, allowing for a much higher bit rate and hence higher quality picture and audio than a typical compressed stream. As for ownership, licensing deals mean streaming service lineups are in constant flux. Owning a 4K Blu-ray gives you a sense of permanence and control over your media. But with the advancement of internet speeds and compression technologies, is there still a significant difference in quality between streaming and physical media? The difference can be difficult to spot when comparing a good quality 4K stream with a 4K Blu-ray on a regular TV. However, the benefits of having a high-quality 4K disc become obvious in worst-case scenarios, like the original broadcast of the Game of Thrones Season 8 episode, 
the long night, where, where the low bit rates of broadcast streaming squeezed out a lot of the finer detail and even created visual artifacts. A 4K Blu-ray disc, with its higher bit rate, presents a stark difference. What about the sound quality? In terms of sound, 4K Blu-ray discs definitely have an edge. The dynamic range and compression on a 4K Blu-ray will always trump any streaming service out there. The difference might not be noticeable from, from your TV's built-in speakers, but it should be apparent when played through any half-decent soundbar or AV receiver. So is there a sense of nostalgia or emotional attachment to physical media? Absolutely. Many collectors have an emotional attachment to their discs. It's about having a representation of who you are. Boutique Blu-ray labels have capitalized on this, offering deluxe packages that often include additional collectibles like books and art cards in the box. What are some of the best discs to start a 4K Blu-ray collection? There are many great options, but some frequently recommended 4K releases include Lawrence of Arabia, 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Shining, Blade Runner, The Final Cut, Blade Runner 2049, and the modern remake of Murder on the Orient Express. Each of these films offers a unique viewing experience that showcases what the 4K Blu-ray format has to offer. That was Simply Tech reporter Michael. Thanks for the insights. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.